the Minnesota Vikings on the road, taking on the Carolina Panthers. I was really high on the Panthers heading into the season. And by really high, I mean, I thought that they could win eight games. I mean, their win total was seven and a half. I thought that was a little short, but again, Christian McCaffrey goes down. They've already ruled him out for Sunday and they're really starting to miss Christian McCaffrey. I don't think that's really a hot take. The dude's 80% of their offense legitimately, not only carrying the ball, but also as a pass catcher out of the backfield, he's one of the best in the NFL. Hell, he's one of the best offensive players in the NFL. Uh, without him, they're in some trouble. Minnesota, also a weird team to figure out. They, um, not great. M- Minnesota, not great. They're two and three on the season. They had to come back just to beat the Lions last week. Uh, 19 to 17 was the score in that game, and they were 10-point favorites at home. And they should have lost that game against Detroit. The Panthers, after that 3-0 start, have dropped their last two. And they're coming off a 21 to 18 home loss. They were two and a half point favorites against the Eagles team who we saw last night. And I'm not too high on that Eagles team. I don't think you are either. Terrible play calling once again, even though they did cover the spread last night. They lose outright to that Eagles team. The Vikings blew a 10 point fourth quarter lead. They end up driving 46 yards or so in that game, 37 seconds, and they hit the 54 yard uh, field goal by Greg Joseph to win it. I'm not really high on this Vikings team, but I do like them in this spot against Carolina. Uh, Carolina defensively starting to come back down to earth a little bit. Statistically, still a great defense. Third in the NFL, holding opposing offenses to just 17.4 points per game. They're second in total defense this season, giving up just 255 yards allowed. Um, They hold the opposition to an NFL low, 161 passing yards only. So Kirk Cousins could be in for a rough day. And they're eighth. They're only giving up 94 rushing yards. Uh, Delvin Cook, he's been dinged up already early on this season. I know a lot of people are going to be on Carolina. Solid defense. You expect them to get right. But Sam Darnold last week stunk. That looked like the Jets version of Sam Darnold. Three turnovers in that game. Three picks. Give me Minnesota in this game as slight favorites. I'm going to back the Vikings. What a weird week for them last week. Like, they come back, they win that game, and Mike Zimmer and Kirk Cousins are shoving each other. And that wasn't like a friendly, like, Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur, hey, we're best buds shoving each other. Like those guys general, they, they don't like each other, but uh, I still do like Minnesota in this spot against Carolina. Yeah. I mean, the Vikings defense is actually back, even though they have multiple injuries and had injuries right when the season began, they still have 17 sacks this year. That's second in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It does not help that the Panthers line has been struggling, which means Daniel Hunter and Everson Griffin are going to feast. I also like the Vikings minus two and a half in this game, although it is my own personal ethos that I do not bet on or against the Vikings because they are consistently inconsistent. I do think that if they can get for anyone else who does not have that ethos, go ahead and bet it. I think if they can get after Darnold, they can force him into making bad decisions with the ball. He threw some, like you said, like ugly interceptions in the past couple of weeks. The Vikings do have a secondary that will ball hawk. Slowing Chuba Hubbard down in the running game and making the Panthers one-dimensional is going to be a part of the game plan. So, yeah, I like Minnesota in this spot, minus two and a half. I like that number. I can see a low scoring in a very close game. Vikings defense forcing enough turnovers to tip the balance. And, like, truthfully, this this Vikings team is better than their record shows. Like, the only really oh, sure. bad loss was against the Browns, and that was without Dalvin Cook, and now they get Dalvin Cook back. So, I also like the under, under 45 and a half, as I see this kind of like a like a 21-17 type game. So. Yeah, Minnesota's a weird team. Like, their record, they're a better team than their record indicates, yet they're still a disaster, and I think a lot of that has to do with just what's going down in the locker room. Like, 
I don't really think anybody buys into Kirk Cousins. But the thing about Kirk Cousins is he's been all right this year. He's been pretty solid. Carolina, meanwhile, like I love how we overreact to things and how things change every single week. Because if you go back to our shows three weeks ago, we were all excited about Sam Darnold. We're like, finally got him away from Adam Gase. Adam Gase is coaching high school ball and Sam Darnold's tearing up the league. Uh, Since then, Carolina's offense really back down to earth with no Christian McCaffrey. And Hubbard's actually been all right. He has 220 yards rushing in just five games. He's averaging almost four yards per pop. But Carolina is middle of the road offensively. They're 16th in the NFL, scoring 23 points per game. And you look at Sam Darnold, and he's only completing 65% of his balls. And he has six touchdown passes. Okay, but he also has already thrown six picks. So the number is six to six ratio, not great. And he's 22nd in the NFL in QB rating, 51.3. So Sam Darnold maybe is just what we thought Sam Darnold was. Um, maybe serviceable, but definitely not an elite starting quarterback. Give me Minnesota in this spot. I like I, I like Cousins, especially in a shootout. And like you said, Cousins hasn't been bad. This season, he's completing like no. 70% of his balls. He's got 1,400 yards like throwing the ball to Justin Jefferson at will. Justin Jefferson is going to get his. He already has 10 TDs, only two interceptions, which is pretty stunning coming from Kirk Cousins. Like, this is by all intents and purposes like a good Kirk Cousins year. And on top of that, even though Chuba Hubbard is, is good, he's playing very well. He was a Heisman candidate for a reason. Like, he is no CMC. Christian McCaffrey still being out this weekend really hurts them. It changes the nature of how the offense clicks without him. I just can't see them winning this game. But like I said, the Minnesota Vikings have have snake bitten me so many times that I just can't bet for or against them. I just like just can't do it. Just can't do it. I yeah, might take the under for sure. And there, yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I think the under is actually a strong play. You know, and I just got done saying if this does get into a shootout, I would trust Kirk Cousins more, but I don't think there's gonna be many points scored. Because like you said, Minnesota's defense. Still solid. The injury report scares me a little bit. You know, Anthony Barr was on there. He did not practice. Uh, Everson Griffin also did not practice. They've been dinged up. Um, Actually, Anthony Barr was limited today at practice. So at least he got out there, though. Yeah. But Kirk Cousins, I mean, they have the 10th passing offense in the league. He's averaging 269 passing yards per game. So, you know, we always do this. Is Kirk Cousins elite? Well, he's not elite, but he's at least top 10 statistically this season. He's thrown every pass this year. He's dropped back every uh, for every pass except for one for the Vikings. Like you said, 10 touchdowns, two picks. Now, the QBR, not tremendous, but I don't really care about QBR, but it's 17th in the league. Problem with them is just, you know, Delvin Cook's been dinged up. He's had that ankle injury, and, you know, he's only played three games. Now, he's probable for Sunday. I really need him out there, not only for player props and because I did back Minnesota, um, but because I need him for fantasy football. But Madison's been fine. He's got 258 rushing yards himself, and he's averaging four yards per attempt. So if you have both of those guys healthy, you kind of now you don't have the one-two punch that like a team like Cleveland does. But I do like when you have two capable backs like that. Like you need it in the NFL. This isn't 1994 where you could just run uh, Emmett Smith into the ground, or even a couple years back with like Adrian Peterson. Back. So they just got to get Cook healthy. And and I absolutely hate the Vikings, by the way. Like I have no faith in them winning the division or anything like that. Yeah, same. I mean, this is the game that they should win. This is a game that they've already been snake bitten a couple of times before. They were snake bitten against Cincinnati. Yeah. They were snake bitten uh, against the Cardinals. They really should have won that game. Uh, and you know, ultimately, like the Cleveland Browns' loss wasn't that bad. So there's only had one bad one bad game offensively. Uh, they're averaging other than that, like those other games are almost 400 yards of total offense per game. So and Kirk Cousins is is the majority of those pass of those yards, it's mostly passing yards. So yeah, I think we. 
pretty much agree on all cylinders, which is pretty much not normally the case in these situations, but you know. No, Every for, blind for sure. And like nuts. going back really quick to the Panthers, like, you know, I was feeling really good and we all were about the Panthers. And, you know, even um, when me and Q were doing the season previews, we were like, man, are the Panthers actually going to be good? Like, do we like this roster? Well, we're going to need McCaffrey to stay healthy, but I love the defense. And they start the season three and oh, and we overhype them, but we got to go back and look at those wins we're against, right? They beat the Jets. They beat the Saints. Okay. The Saints have been an up and down team. Like every single week, we don't know what the hell we're going to get from them. And they beat the Texans. So those are their three wins. The Jets, the Saints, and the Texans. Since then, they lose 36-28 to to the Cowboys. And that game was not close. That was not a 36-28 game against Dallas. That was Dallas dropping back into the into nickel coverage in the second half, up two scores, three scores that entire game. Well, and um, Trayvon, and Trayvon didn't they, play the entire fourth quarter. So, right, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like he didn't even play in the fourth quarter. That game was wrapped up. You look at it last week; they were outgained in total yards by the Eagles. By the Eagles, we saw that playing that play calling last night, and they don't they refuse to run the ball. It's funny that when Philadelphia Trista last night actually started to run the ball, that's I mean, they like look good. things were figured out. Like like what were they doing all game? Like they start giving the ball to Miles Sanders, and he's ripping off seven yards of carry. Uh, but they got outgained 273 to 267 in total yards by the Eagles. They turned the ball over three times. Darnold, three picks, and he stunk. He completed 21 balls, but only for 177 yards. So I do feel pretty good about Minnesota this week. Anytime I back Minnesota, though, they let me down. Hell, I was on Minnesota last week, last minute against Detroit. And uh, Detroit, because they stink. But man, say what you want. Say what you want about uh, Dan Campbell. Those guys, they buy into whatever he's selling, man. Like him crying at the podium. I think, I think here's, here's my bold take for you. And I know we got more games to preview. I think this week, I think the Jags win their first game. And I think the Lions win their first game. I think that I might have to parlay both of those Yikes. things to happen. 